0: Here the hell and back I'm here, I'm stronger than I know I'm gonna be
1: fine, I'm
0: here everyone, welcome to another episode of Golden's Guide. I'm Deborah Hawkins, your host, and I'm here with host, co-host Leonka Reena. Um, she's coming in from Austin, so glad to have her. And today I've got a special episode. Um, you, I want you to meet Dave Waters. Um, he runs the Golden Strip Music School here in Greenville, South Carolina. And I've known Dave for probably a year now, And um, he's one of my favorite people. Not only has he, like, been a prayer warrior for me through my whole journey, um, he's just a great man, and he does a lot of good things for so many people. He's got a big giving heart. And I'm so excited for him to talk about what he does with us today. So, um, welcome, Lianka and... Dave, hi! So great
2: to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited, and now that you've made me blush, my, oh. ear, my ears will probably be red through the entire show.
0: So. Oh, well, you know, I Yay. have to say, <laughs> I, have to say um, I remember when we first met. I mean, I just kind of like clicked with you from the very beginning, and of course, I was so impressed with your facility. Um, it's there's nothing else like it in the Upstate, and um, it's just helping so many children so um you know why don't you begin by just telling the audience um, a little bit about um, golden strip music
2: well we are a school unlike any other we not only have your standard music lessons we have our own performance area with drum kits and amplifiers and a grand piano for the piano students to use we also have a podcast studio mm-hmm. we do on this cool video stuff that you're doing but you know we do the, the audio version of it and one of the main things we like to do is not just keep students isolated in lessons but teach them how to be in a band so we'll Love grab that. we'll grab students that are same age range same musical tastes if possible mm-hmm. and we'll teach them how to be in a band the whole because are dynamics of being in a band how to get along with each other um, if they're older teenagers or adults, maybe we also throw in the business aspect of being in a band because there's that, you know, how right. not to get ripped off by a club owner.
0: <laughs> yeah, like exactly. You know, yeah.
2: At some point, something as simple as making sure that your van is locked so your equipment doesn't get stolen
0: Yeah,
2: is something that we find we might have to cover. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, uh, before before you jump in, Lianca, I did just want to say one of the reasons I wanted to do uh, the show is because for me, during this journey in the last year of divorce and healing from the heart. Um, issue. Music is just so important to me. I think it is to anyone. Um, you know, in sad times, and good times, I mean, music is just, it speaks to everyone's soul. And um, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have Dave on is because I want to take lessons myself. So um, I wanted everyone to know it's not just a school of music for children, but right. but it's also, um, you have adults in there as well. We
2: do. And last, Last night we had our first adult guitar camp. They're all students that take guitar at our school and it was led by our head guitar teacher, Sean yeah. Allen, and they had a great time. There was a lot of laughter and whooping it up and they're gonna to learn to play certain songs and one of our adult drum students will come in and play drums with them too. Yeah. And I hopefully love that. one of our bass students.
0: Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm so I excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm so I'm so excited to uh, actually, y'all, I want to learn how to play the drums. That's probably I, I hope you're not rolling your eyes over here when I don't look. No, but, not, um, not at all. I'm I I'm don't.
2: excited. I can't wait to have you there.
0: <laughs> It'll be fun. And also for the audience at home, they don't know this, but um Lianca is an amazing singer. So we've already talked about when she comes out here again, mm-hmm. Dave, we, go, we want her to come in and lay down a track and like, you know, have everybody play, have the band and,
2: you know. You know, you know what else would be great is if we can get her to come up during one of our parking lot promotions. And yes. That, that's one of the things where we bring a, we put our outdoor stage out and then oh. all the students, oh. all the students play something. Um, it's a mix of students together. Sometimes we throw in some teachers with them. And it's just a great time, and we usually have some kind of benefit. The last one was for scholarships for students that can't afford music lessons. And we just have a great time, and I think it would be awesome to see you two up on stage together.
1: Oh, yeah! On the
2: outdoor stage. And I I don't know what kind of music you do, whether you're going to do an R&B or you're going to do
1: Uh
0: rock and roll. uh, What are we going to do? uh, Well, probably a little of both.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah well I don't think that well unless I get her to do it but I used to do I used to be a lead singer for a Tejano band while I was in um high school and college a what so band I, a what a band? Band. I was the lead singer for a Tejano band so what does that mean time, I, Leonca, I like, don't, what is it it's like um if you're familiar with Selena Quintanilla well especially since this is a this is Hispanic month um uh, she sang songs in spanish that were um really close to the heritage of like Texas um, it has more of like a conjunto sound um very popular um down here in the south amongst everybody um so if you just look up Selena or Selena Forever um you'll i, I covered a lot of songs from there and um but but talking about the importance of being in a band at that age um because it was actually My uh, I I grew up in a band family, so um, much, much older folks around me. um, But there are a lot of dynamics and a lot of business that really does go into the back um, to the back end of learning band. And um, there's a lot of lessons I learned, too, that I was able to to, um, bring to today. In fact, I'm I'm in marketing and advertising because I worked in radio because music was that important to me. Can you tell us a little bit about how you encourage um, not only young people, but people like me to come back to music? I, I just, I think it's so cool. I would love to be in there in a jam session in any day, like right now.
2: <laughs> and that's one of the things that we do. One of my favorite things is when we have a prospective student or a new student comes in for the first time and they see our facility. It starts mm. right with, right when you walk in the door. You know you're someplace different. We had a designer do our entrance for us and he did a lounge for us. So we got this great lounge. It's nicer than my living room. It's great.
0: (laughs) It is pretty cool.
2: People love it. Um, You know, they can hang out there. Mom and dad can get work done because it's kind of far away from all the instruments so they're not hearing every little thing that's going on. And then the best part is when we go around the corner where the performance area is and they see our indoor stage with the drum kit up Mm -hmm. there and the amplifiers and the cameras and the mixers and they just go nuts. And to see the look on their face, that's really all the recruiting I have to do. By that, <laughs> by that time, by the time they see that, they're begging mom and dad, or if it's an adult, they're dying to get in the program.
0: Yeah, yeah. I um I wanted to uh, I wanted to add I wanted you to share too um, uh, just just a little bit about um, why and how um, you opened the the school the school.
2: Well, yeah. it was because. In 2013, well, 2012, I had kind of an unfortunate snowboarding accident, which ended up in 2013, I had brain surgery. Prior to all that, I'd been mostly in garage bands. We barely got out of the parents' basement kind of stuff. But I loved music. Um, I'd played guitar since I was in eighth grade. And so I ended up having that brain surgery in 2013. And I was like, well, I'm stuck home for weeks. I might as well start playing again. Uh, my brain wasn't wired properly anymore. Whatever happened, I would try to do, say, a C chord, and maybe I'd do an A minor or something weird, or yeah. or a G out of nowhere, and the fingers would be wrong. So I knew I wasn't going to be playing in a band or doing anything like that anymore, so I wanted to stay in the music business. Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking of ways to stay in the music business. I thought about getting into production, and I was like, nah. i don't want to do that. Um, I thought about getting into like booking bands, things like Mm -hmm. that being management. And that wasn't working for me. Then I came up with the idea of a music school. And it took me a bunch of business plans and a bunch of pleading with my wife to let me basically take my entire life savings and put it into this school. But I wanted it to be something different. I knew from when my children took lessons and from when I I took lessons, it was always just part of the music school or I mean the music store. So the music school was kind of an afterthought, it was kind of like, we just had this music lesson so that you'll buy a new guitar or new drums or a new piano. And so we have no retail other than some accessories students might need, you know, if a string breaks during a lesson, we can do a quick change for them. Yeah. Uh, so that's how I get into it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I love that story, and I think it's so inspiring um, for other people uh you know hearing that and um and the fact that you've taken something that is a real challenge but turned it into um, something that uh, you still love and I know you love seeing people I've seen your face um, we've worked <laughs> together I've seen your face when your students um, are playing and it's just an yeah it's just awesome to see and I love that you've taken something that is a challenge and turned it into something really great for a lot of people people. Right. So, I, I
2: definitely wanted it to be something totally different that it wasn't anywhere around Greenville. So
0: well, I, that I, it is. I
2: hope we've succeeded in that. But I that feel was, I feel sure
0: I feel sure that that's <laughs> the case. It's nothing like I've ever seen. And um, and for for kids as well. And I know Lianka, you had some questions about um, you have a young son and he's interested in music. Right. Yeah. I
1: mean- Yes, and I also wanted to, um, I think we both wanted to ask eventually, what is adaptive music um, lessons? But before we ask that, um, I just wanted to share that my son, um, when I po- when in the peak of the pandemic, um, everyone was kind of locked down and um, my son was for the first time having to do homeschool. So there was a lot of screen time that we all weren't accustomed to. And so finally I had to just kind of um, put the, you know, the kibosh down on the screen time. And I mean, computers, games, um, during the, like, as a only form of entertainment. And when we did, he picked up a xylophone and started playing um, tunes by ear. And then he, we pulled out an old keyboard and he started to teach himself how to play um, you know, store wars, different tunes, um, The Weeknd, um, it's a popular band, and then a, you know, just, just by ear. And so we bought him a keyboard for his birthday. Now, I know all kids are probably not going to, you know, be the type that, uh, that just wants to easily, um, you know, just pick up a new instrument. What are the benefits that we could share um, with our young ones to let, you know, to inspire that? Like, what are some of the benefits that they get from learning music?
2: One of my favorite benefits is the fact that because it ends up involving both sides of your brain, it actually makes you smarter and you will see better school grades when children are involved with music. Uh, you will see better behavior because it's kind of a reward thing for them to mm-hmm. be able to, to be able to play, to get to the lessons. Uh, it helps them with social circles because you're going to expand your social circle because you are gonna be hanging around people with the same interests.
0: Mm-hmm. And I would imagine confidence, too. Oh, because
2: absolutely, because they're on a journey of self-discovery. So yeah. they definitely build self-confidence.
0: You know. And uh, Leonka, I've had the the opportunity to see some kids on stage at at some of the benefits he was talking about, the parking the parking lot benefits he was talking about. And um, to see, like, Two kids up there just jamming on, you know, Jimi Hendrix is just like, you know, for those of us who, you yeah. know, are old rock and rollers. I mean, it was yeah. So yeah those two
2: them. those two brothers. They, yes, they yes. were incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. and um, yeah. It, I think that is, uh, you know, David, my son, and I talked about that was one of the most fun things we had seen and I don't know when, watching kids have so much fun and be so into it and be on stage and, you know, be able to project that confidence.
2: Right. Yeah. And we've, we've actually got some students that formed their own band, and they named it Carpool because that's how they met, oh, was, wow. was the school <laughs> Carpool. So the three of them, uh, they've got... Probably 40, 50 songs they've learned in less than a year.
0: Yeah. The
2: three of them. One of them is our, we call my our guitar prodigy, Jeremy. And the kid is just incredible. He'll practice three hours a day if you let him. I've
0: heard him um, play too. Yes, yeah. he's
2: incredible. And he's a lead guitarist and now singer of this band.
0: Oh. Carpool. Oh, wow. And they wow.
2: They crack me up. They, they're getting gigs. They win talent shows. We, so cool. We had two little ones, uh, Thomas and, oh, I'm going to get his name wrong. I want to say Austin. Yeah. Um, that played together. They did Wild Thing, and they won their talent competition at school. Oh, and, awesome! And they're both seven or eight. Yeah, maybe nine. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm,
2: I'm terrible with ages.
0: Well, I have to. I have to say, um, I, I think it was the first benefit you did, and there was a um, uh, a young lady, and I think she was like seven or eight playing the drums, Hannah. and she was the one who inspired me. I was like.
1: Love okay, it. okay.
0: <laughs> if this if this seven-year-old can do it, you know, maybe I can face my fears Absolutely. And, and do it. And it's know. so
2: much fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. Especially
2: once, well, I ask all my teachers what your favorite part of teaching is, and they always say it's the moment when a student may have been struggling with something, and they get it, and it's that aha moment, and the look on the student's face that they've nailed it. It's just mm-hmm. every teacher lives for that. They love it.
0: I want to mention that too. Um, your teachers are so phenomenal. And I know you feel so lucky to, to have those guys. I've met many of the teachers and um, they love what they're doing. They're so passionate about it. Um, you know, how do you think you got so lucky finding those great teachers? I mean, well,
2: it started with the first two I recruited Kevin Hoyer and Sean Allen. Yeah. Kevin was actually the very first teacher that I re, uh, recruited. He was my son's drum teacher. Oh, so wow. I knew how he could play the drums and I knew how good he could teach. So I approached him and said, you know, mm-hmm. this is what I'm thinking of doing. If you come along, I think I can do it. Without without him <laughs> and without Sean, there's mm-hmm. no way I could have done this because they, they've guided me. I They know the music side of stuff and I'm the businessman basically.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I come mm-hmm. up with ideas and They'll they'll either laugh at me or they'll tell me they're good, (laughs) which is exactly what I need. I need somebody to tell me, Dave, you can't do that. Yeah. So
0: having those two
2: has been a godsend, and they've helped me recruit other teachers.
0: Yeah. You've done a great job in um, influencing, I think, the teachers, and they get your vision. I mean, you can sense that when you talk to them of what you're trying to create there, and I think that's just just
2: awesome. It sounds silly, but I tell people and I tell my teachers, I love money. We, we all love money. I've got bills to pay, but I really, really love happy teachers because that was another thing I saw. The teachers were just ignored, and if they needed something, they had to pay the music store for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. wait a minute. That's not how this should be. Yeah. If, you need, if you want something really weird, I'm probably going to make you pay for it, but no, <laughs> drum set needs new drum heads. Those are my drums, not yours. I will pay to have them re- new heads put on, right. not you.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: so, and I want my, I want my teachers happy. I give them everything they need, so that all they have to worry about is teaching.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't
2: have to worry about anything else.
0: Yeah, well, I, I mean, happy teachers create happy students, and no matter what kind of teacher that is. Absolutely. But, um, but uh, yeah, I love that, um, Lianca. You had a question about um, uh, the music therapy, I think.
1: Yeah, um, one of the things. Um, so I'm really, I'm really familiar with um, like music and recovery. It's really big here. I live in Austin, Texas. We are the live music capital of the world. So you've got a lot of people that um, use music as a form of um, as a com- form of recovery from you know whether it's addictive behaviors. Um, but I saw that you um, you also have. Um, music therapy. Can you talk a little bit about how that works? I've never actually um, pursued it or um, or viewed it in person, but I do see a lot of people and and some of their spiked interest in that.
2: Sure. I was lucky enough to contact with uh, Megan Danels and she owns Heartstrings Music Therapy Services in Greenville. And I was able to sleep talk mm-hmm. her into coming and taking up residence upstairs in our building so that we could offer music therapy because from my own experience of losing my ability to play, I was like, I want music therapy in here. Um, and she, she's board certified in South Carolina. Unfortunately, it's not licensed yet. You know, they're trying sooner or later it'll get there. But the big thing is you've got music therapy and the goal of music therapy is is actually non-musical. It's to help them with expressive communication. It will help them with social skills, cognitive skills, uh, sensory processing. We also have what, it's a sensory room right next door to the main uh, studio for it. And the sensory room, we could bring clients in that, maybe when they got here, they were overstimulated. So they can go in the sensory room and there's stuff in there they can use and utilize that will bring them down a little bit. If they come in under-stimulated, there's stuff in there to bring them up. And so uh, Megan can talk much more to this than I can. My job was just to get her there. Um, she says, <laughs> she says the prim- like I said, the primary goal is non- non-musical, but she calls them the bonus prize is musical, including how to play an instrument if that presents itself as an option.
0: Um um uh, I don't know if I don't know if you saw this clip Leonka but uh, remember when we did um, uh, we did a piece on her the news came sure. out and talked to her and I know there was a, a mom um, who went on camera and um, To talk about uh, how much her um, children—I guess she—I think she had two girls with autism—is that right? Mm -hmm. And what that music therapy had done for them? Can you?
2: It—it opened a whole new world for them. Um, I'll give you a great example. This morning, she had a client come in, and the little guy was screaming his head off. He was not happy. Mom couldn't do anything with him. By the time he left, he's telling people, "I love you." Oh. I mean. This, I had never heard him talk before. and oh, I've, seen this with other clients.
1: <laughs> I've seen this from other
2: clients where they come in and I, I try to – I'm like the greeter. I sit in an area where right near the front door, everybody can see me, and I say hi to everybody. And so even when the clients come in, I'm just like, hey, how you doing? And most of them ignore me. But every once in a while, she gets them to that point where they, when they leave, they'll say goodbye to me or they'll say hi or I'll get a little wave. And it's just—it's. Oh, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I
2: told her today she's a miracle worker because <laughs> that little guy was not in a good mood. <laughs>
0: well, I like to think you're really the miracle worker because you've created—you've created a space. You have found the teachers. I mean, I've watched you over the last year just pour your you know, your entire self into into creating this for our city. Right. And um, it, it's it's not even describable. I mean, we can sit here and talk about it, but um, everybody that has walked in your space has said this. It's like nobody gets it until you go in there and see what you've created. And you've literally almost thought of, you know, through everything. Um,
2: all, all I can answer that is, oh, shucks. <laughs> 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 I, I try to make it, that's why you you mentioned there's no bio of me on our website because it's not about me. It's about the community. It's about our music industry. It's about my teachers. Um, I would rather have them here for the interview than mm. me. But I'm glad it's well, because I wanted cause, you. Cause I'm a talker so. sometimes. And, you know.
0: <laughs> well, I love you, Dave. So I wanted you here. Um so what what do you think about, um, like, you know, her son being able just to pick that up and just.
2: that That's a gift. So you need to do everything you can to encourage that gift. I mean, if he can listen to stuff and teach himself to play it, that's amazing. So and you now- need to nurture that gift. If, if piano is his thing, get him in piano lessons, whatever lessons you can get him in. Uh, if, if the school, how old is he?
1: He's nine. And right now he is at Piano Lessons. Thank goodness they offered at least one. The music teacher offered after school something um, because I just didn't know what resources to to go to. Of course, I'm here in Austin. Um, and we just didn't. I just have never looked at it before. I've always been in choir, so I've never picked up a instrument, right. um, mainly because they kept putting me back in choir. <laughs> that was my instrument. But um, it's been a blessing to see this, really emerge from him. And I would love to foster it more. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, d- definitely give him every opportunity to do it because it sounds like he's got a lot of potential. And it, it I can tell by looking at it, it's a huge smile when you start talking about the fact that he's got piano lessons, that you're going to encourage him. I, I, I'm preaching to the choir here.
0: Speaking of choir, oh, don't yes. y'all have a choir now too?
2: We do. We have a community choirs for kids from 7th to 12th grade. It is so cool. It's run by uh, Laura Morris, who was, uh, she was a teacher in the Greenville County school system, a music teacher. And she's with, I can't remember, she's somewhere out of the district now. Right. But she has stuck with us to do the choir and they had their first recital uh, in August and it was incredible. Those kids did so good. And the fun part for me is I've got to listen to them when they practice every Thursday. Go from a bunch of kids where I thought, there's no way she can put this together.
0: Because
2: <laughs> these kids were just like, you know, they Animals. were everywhere. They were yeah. like crazy. <laughs> they were teenagers. But they are teenagers. And by the by the time it was recital time, she had them whipped into shape. And they were they were having a great time. Oh, she was having a great time. The audience loved it. I had a ball doing it. And it starts up again. I think Monday the 13th is when they're going to start pricing again. We break it into, into semesters. Right. So now we're going into, I guess this will be our fall semester.
0: Yeah. I love that. And and like I said, you see, Leonca, I mean, he, they have everything there, everything you possibly think of. Well, um, there's a lot more, really, that you do with the, the kids, but um, I'm here because I want to talk about adults. Uh,
2: adults, yes. And
0: um you know, I guess my my first thing is, is that, like, for me, I mean, I've been thinking about it for a long time, and, you know, I haven't even mentioned it to you. Right.
2: This is the first time I'm hearing and
0: about it. I, I, no, I've thought about it for a long time, but I think I'm probably like a lot of other people in that, I mean, Lianca has musical talent, you know, and she's had it since she was a kid, but for somebody like me that, you know, has, I don't think I have any musical talent whatsoever. Um, and I'm sure that's why I've not pursued it. I mean, it's, you know, I've thought about it every once in a while, but, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed because I feel like I would not, you know, I'm going to be terrible. Or how do you speak to adults that are interested, but like me, like are old and, you know?
2: It's something our teachers can, they handle this. Um, They know how to work with every age group. Every once in a while I'll get one they'll say, I feel weird when I have to like come down on an older person <laughs> that's a lot older than me because they know they're not practicing or they're not paying attention or whatever. But to be embarrassed, no, nobody goes in to their first lesson and is John Bonham for you, Zeppelin one fans out there.
0: Yeah,
2: it, there's no need to be embarrassed. You're you're there to learn, mm-hmm. and the teacher is there to teach you. They don't want some. Well, they don't mind teaching somebody that already knows how to play. Yeah, because we have plenty of adults that already know how to play, and they come in and
0: get tuned up and they get tuned up
2: they get advanced lessons
0: yeah
2: so as a beginner our teachers love that kind of stuff because they can help mold you Mm -hmm. and like i said it's a journey of self-discovery for you so never be embarrassed just go in there and have fun it's just you and a teacher
0: yeah
2: you know you're not there we don't do group lessons it's all private stuff so it'll just be you and kevin
0: oh well and you know i love kevin yes absolutely and kevin is an amazing uh, drummer. He is. Too. He's incredible so, yeah. and, and an amazing teacher. Yeah. So
2: you, yeah. you can't go wrong with him yeah. as your drum teacher.
0: Well, that's good to know because um, I'm going to let y'all follow me on this journey too. <laughs> so, um, but you know, again, I just think there's so much to be said about um, how music affects us and uh, especially, you know, not just in good times, but in hard times and, um, and it's interesting that this journey that I've been on, and and I so appreciate you again. I know you you and your wife have been praying for me, and um, and I'm feeling so much better. And it's it's like now I do want to open myself up to things that I've been embarrassed or thought I couldn't do, right? You know?
2: there, and that's another thing. I heard you mention talent. People are talented. Yes, there are some people with a natural born talent, like her son and his ability to just pick it up by ear, but. Any professional musician that you see, it's all practice. Yeah. They practice, practice, practiced, and that's how they got to where they are. Right. And it's because they had a love of whatever instrument it is
0: mm-hmm. and
2: a, a love of crossing the line. So they set a goal. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to go past that goal and get better at this. I'm going to try this. And so that's why we love having adult students. And for you, you know what a great benefit is as what? an adult? What? Stress relief.
0: Oh, goodness gracious. Well, we know we need that. Because because, (laughs) Bianca's saying (laughs) yes. Give her some stress relief. (laughs) Learning to
2: play an instrument, you're working with your fine motor skills, Uh which I said before, it involves both sides of the brain, which increases blood flow to the brain, and it helps you relax.
0: Well, I I, I guess music has an effect somewhat maybe like meditation and some other things where it – I guess you're using a different part of the brain. Sure. And um um so so will I get smarter? I guess that's the big thing, Dave. (laughs) You
2: know what? That's one of the things, because you got the cognitive benefits of learning to play music. So yes, getting smarter is actually right here on my little thing here. Oh,
0: well good. Well good. You you hear that later?
2: It it actually can compensate for any cognitive decline. So as we get older, we all start to go downhill, but it can compensate for that.
1: So I should be. That makes total sense to me. I was gonna say, and it raises your vibration um, because music is a frequency.
2: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, and uh, because I put here that music's a universal language. Yeah. So once you know how to play an instrument, and if you can read music, it's the same no matter where you go in the world. Music is music. Mm -hmm. Notation is the same. So you could take a piece of music, nobody in the room speaks the same language, but you can all play the same piece
0: mm-hmm. together. Great. Let me ask you this. I've always wondered, is, is it the same part of the brain that that understands how to read music that that is really good at math, or is that just a myth?
2: No, that's our Sean Allen swears by that. Huh? So he uh, he says he treats music reading almost as math. Oh, really? So, yes, oh, it is. Oh, I was terrible at math. <laughs> well, you got to Now, drum notation is totally different. Oh, okay. So you're, you're not going to have to worry about all the notes. Yeah. You're going to be, okay,
0: if th- it, this
2: tells me to hit the snare. This tells me to hit the time. Right. This tells me to hit the cymbal.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, if I can dance and keep a beat, would that mean I could play drums?
2: <laughs> if you practice. If I practice. And, and, and if you have the right teacher.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Counting. It's all about counting.
0: Counting, yeah. yeah.
2: One of the things you'll find is when you practice, if you count out loud while you're practicing, it makes you better.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So there, there Interesting. goes your math. Yeah.
2: Because you got to count to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't wait to start this journey. I think it's going to be really fun. And I'm going to invite all of y'all um, along on the journey. I'll have to take my camera. And, and Lianca, he's already put it out there. When you come back I out never- here... I mean, we're going to have to play together. You're you, going to. You've got
2: to let me know when she's coming.
0: Oh, this would oh, be sure. awesome. This would be so awesome. Oh, um, I can't wait got... to see the studio.
1: I, I really, yeah. really am jazzed about it. I'm like, I wish I could just go there now and I wish I could come and I wish I could go hang out. I mean, there's just something very special about music and just being in that environment. And I miss it. I mean, it's been so long for me that um, that my heart calls for it still.
2: Well, you're, you're um, in Austin. You, know, you should be able to find a bunch of bandmates pretty I easy. I
1: know. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> well, well, between between what she does and how how busy I keep her, you know, it's kind of there, like. There's no time, no time for the music? <laughs> yeah.
2: You have to she, make time for the we, music. Yes.
0: Yeah. That sounds like a, uh, that's a good metaphor right there, make uh-huh. time for the music. Uh-huh. One of our
2: our. Our uh, head piano teacher, Carol Horn, she gave me a great line yesterday when I was was asking about the whole adult uh, student thing, and she said, we all need more beauty in our lives. Fill the gap with music.
0: Amen to that. Amen to that. I mean, um, you're right. Music is the universal language. And um, well... um, I want everybody to go follow Dave at goldenstripmusicschool.com. dot uh, com and how is it listed on Instagram?
2: At GS SC.
0: Okay, and we'll be sure to put that in the show notes. And um, did you have any other questions, Lee? Other other than are you gonna are you gonna sing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I promise we will make an appearance for for a good cause. <laughs> for a good cause. That's, if yeah, if, we if you
2: need a tune-up, we have a great vocal teacher. She'll get you set I right. I
0: love that. <laughs> See what I mean? He has everything. He has everything. I know. So um, so for anyone who is thinking about music for their children, um, any type of music therapy, um, or if you're in a Adult like me and you know wants to bring the kid out in them again and you know cross something off your bucket list um, then this is uh, this is your place and um, and Dave is such a great guy and we thank you for being here Lee did you have anything else you wanted to
1: say no I just want to say um, you know thank you for being with us thank you for being golden as well oh, <laughs> We talked about that.
0: We We talked about that. She (laughs) was the one who brought it up. She (laughs) was like, uh, "Because we're noticing every everything golden, everything golden, everything golden." (laughs) Yeah. So we're all golden. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. It's Uh, been a blast. I love you so much, and I I love your uh, great to see you. And um, until next time, everyone, um, stay golden, and um, we're still here next time.
1: I am here after all my tears I am here I am here facing all my